Yeah, Floyd's a boring boxer. He plays defense. He plays uh, strategic. You know, he's a boring boxer to watch. But he wins, so... That's all that matters. Yeah, he might actually win by knockout this time. We'll see. I mean, he I mean, he wins by KO, but, like, it's just he just plays, wears you down. He yep. lets you hit him all the time. Then, like, in, like, the eighth round, bam! Gotcha. Well, let's go ahead and get dig into these NBA awards as we got, I want to say, around 10 or so games for most teams less in the season. And we'll start. I'll come to you. Who you got? Rookie of the year. We'll start there. What you What are you thinking there? Uh, I'm going Anthony Edwards. I'm not. I'm not going Lamelo Ball. I think he's missless for some time. That kind of de- de- <clears throat> disqualifies him as the uh, as the rookie of the year because uh, how many games has he missed? Twenty, something like that. Yeah, believe. He was supposed to come back, I believe, this week. I know this weekend they said he was seven to ten days away. But yeah, he uh, Anthony Edwards has not missed a single game. He's shooting forty percent from the field, averaging eighteen points, four rebounds, three assists, and shooting seventy-seven percent from the from the free throw line. And three-point percentage is thirty-two, so it's not terrible for a rookie. <clears throat> Obviously, they can build around the T- uh, T-Wolves can build around him, but I think Lamella Ball missing some about roughly around 20 games disqualifies him. God. <clears throat> but yeah. Okay, I got yeah. I said it says here he's played 41 games, so whatever that math is. Um, I actually do. I'm gonna stick with Lamelo, and I would have gone Ant Man if now if Lamelo doesn't come back. This is assuming, like they said, that he comes back. And he'll come back kind of doing the same he was before he left in terms of numbers. And the other thing is the Hornets have also kind of dropped off since he left. Now, it, wasn't, it hasn't just been him. Uh, Gordon Hayward's been out for a while, too, and that's kind of causing him to lose some games. But if he comes back, keeps putting up the numbers he was, and they kind of climb a little bit, which I expect that to happen, I actually do think he can still get it. If he doesn't, I've got Ant-Man. If I would have said this a week ago when they said he was out for the season, I would have said Ant-Man because he's, he's been great. Um, but, yeah, I'm going to go. I'm going to go LaMelo Ball. You're going to go that's, that's one that's pretty – it's them two. The odds had LaMelo, the highest right now, Ant-Man, and then Tyrese Halberton, who's had a good season, but I don't think anybody really has, anyone really has him in the conversation. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's a two-team race. Uh, I just don't – I don't believe. I think missing 20 games, kind of like with the MB situation, he's missed too many games. He's kind of DQ'd as the MVP. So uh, I, I'm in that same boat. So I don't think – I think him missing a lot of games got him now. We'll get to that. We'll get to it. Actually, no. Let's not get to it. Okay. Um, next, we'll, let's go – I'll go six minute of the year. I think this is one. Um, I'm gonna go Jordan Clarkson, the best team in, in the West. Uh, he's got the he's the highest odds. It's him. Joe Ingles is also in the conversation, and then I had Trez and Jalen Brunson. I think a lot of these, honestly, I feel like they're kind of easy this year. Like yeah, I, 
Uh, Jordan Clarkson to me is, is is not even close. He's averaging 17 points off the bench. He's shooting 92% from the from the free throw line, 51% from field goal, and 34% from three. Sorry, 41% totally from field goal. So, um, best team in the West. I think he's been a bucket. I mean, he's been a bucket the last two seasons with the Utah Jazz, and I think them. You know, being the, the number one seed really kind of inclined him and propelled him to be the runaway favorite. Uh, Jalen Brunson, I like him as a player. I don't see him as a six-man-of-the-year legit candidate. Same. Montrez, I mean, they're not giving him to, to him back-to-back. I also don't believe they will. No. Um, and they, they go down between him and Joe, and I just think Jordan Clarkson's just a better player, flat out. Yeah, I'd agree. And I'd actually, I mean, you said 34. I honestly would have expected his three-point to be higher just because everyone on the Jazz has been knocking down this season. Like, them and the Clippers literally, I believe it's like half their roster is shooting career highs from three. But, yeah, I've got Clarkson. Um, most improved, what are you thinking there? The odds on guys, it's it's Julius, Jeremy Grant, and Christian Wood are the three highest odds. Oh, uh, it's 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 Julius Randle. It's not even close. If I uh, I wanted to give it to Christian Wood, I really did, but him missing twenty games or not twenty. Oh, he missed a lot, and they lost a yeah. lot. They lost every game that he missed. Um, I really wanted to give it to him, but to me, Julius Randle, him putting the team on his back, he's averaging twenty four, ten, and like six. And I saw somewhere he's having a better season than Jason Tatum right now, if you, if you look at it. <clears throat> he's averaging more points, more rebounds, and I think more assists. Or no, he's averaging two less points. So, um, to me, they're a four, the Knicks are a four seed in the East. I just I want to give it to Christian Wood, but I think Julius Randle, what he's doing for the New York Knicks, is something that you know is good for basketball. New York's back, which back. to me – which they're back, which I'm happy about. It's how it's good for basketball. It's happy when the Knicks, Celtics, Lakers, those three are always good, and and the Sixers as well. So I think it's Julius Randle, and it should be a, a unanimous. Yeah, I think it's Julius. I think I mean the other guy, Jeremy Grant, has been phenomenal too in terms of his improvement. But for all the reasons you mentioned, Julius, he's even over the last week until they uh, Chris Paul destroyed their winning streak. I heard him starting to get some MVP talk. Which I think that was a little much. Everybody nowadays is getting some MVP talk, but he's been phenomenal. Um, so I go Julius for for most improved as well. This one right here is actually, according to most people, is kind of interesting. Defensive Player of the Year. I'm rocking with. I mean, it's it's Simmons, Gobert, Miles Turner. That's kind of a two man race as well between Simmons and Gobert. I'm going with Ben Simmons. I think he's. I think he honestly might be. I think no. I think he is the best defender in the league. He can defend one through five. Um, I just think his he he yeah, just plain and simple. I think he's the best defender in the league. I think he deserves the award. It's funny too because he's actually got a guy who I think he even said himself if Matisse Thybulle got more minutes, he could easily be in this conversation as well. Matisse Thybulle is a phenomenal defender. Um, and they've got three guys in him, Matisse and Embiid, that are all just ridiculous defenders, which I think is going to be huge going forward. We'll get into that. But yeah, I've got, I got Ben Simmons as my guy for defensive player of the year. What are you thinking? Um, 
That one's tough because I think Ben Simmons missed him also a lot of time. He did. As well. But then again, I don't think they're going to give the MVP this award to Rudy again. I think he won it last year, if I'm not. No, Giannis won it last year. Giannis won it last year. I think two years ago he won it. Yeah. And he's won it multiple times, I, I believe, too. So I don't. So that one's going to be tough. But, you know, like you said, Ben Simmons does card the one through five. And he came after Rudy after they played the Jazz saying, hey, he couldn't stop me. So, <laughs> so I mean, I'll, I'll give it to Ben. I like Ben Simmons as a player. Um, yeah, he's missed some time, but like you said, he can guard the one through five, and he's locked down. So I would give it to Ben right there. Yeah. I don't have the stats to prove it. I'm also kind of hesitant. I don't know if hesitant is the word, but Gobert – He's a rim protector. He, he, I'm kind of hesitant to give it to those guys who are – like he's not guarding and taking people out the game. He's more so protecting the rim. And I don't know if you saw – it was kind of really poor timing for Gobert. Did you see the game winner that the Timberwolves had the other day where uh, – The wide open layup? Just, yeah, D'Lo they had a miscommunication and just a wide open game winning layup for D'Lo. Yeah, I saw that one. Yeah. Well, didn't they, they also had an easy basket before that too, I thought too. Like – like the uh, Wolves, because they w- went back and forth. The Wolves scored. I think the Wolves scored easily. Then Mike Conley hit the game leading, and then the layup with D'Angelo. <laughs> so it, it went back and forth, but I was like, oh, my gosh. Two bad uh, miscommunications. Yeah, that's a rough look when you're going for defensive player of the year. So we both got Simmons. Um, let's go Coach. Who's your coach of the year? The odds on guys are this is another this is actually a good one too. It's Quinn. The odds had Quinn followed by Monty, followed by Thibs, followed by Doc Rivers. Uh yeah, I, it's Tom Thibodeau. though. It's really? Tom Thibodeau. Oh yeah. I mean, okay, because we we forget this team was was in shambles. Okay. Everyone, th- when they signed Julius Randle, we all thought, uh, or most of Knicks fans thought, um, this was our all-star signing was Julius Randle? We didn't yeah. get Kevin Durant or Kyrie. We got Julius Randle? They were they thought this was this was crap. And mm, give it to Tom Thibodeau because he's made them like a rough, tough, defensive, sound team. And they play well together. <clears throat> and he has them as, as a four seed. Yeah, the East isn't really strong. Okay, you got the Hawks at five. Boston's not good. They're at six. But, you know, they're like two games, two, three games away from being the three seed. I mean, we are. Yeah. So, and he, he's got young young and old guys. He's got R.J. Barrett. R.J. Barrett's playing really well. Julius Rams playing phenomenal. Rose is falling into that system again. Um, Obi Toppin, like, Nerlens Noel, all these guys that you didn't think that would, that would be good or be good this early, are thriving in this system. So I'm giving it to Tom. Uh, who's who's the coach for the Hawks again, Monty? Or? Oh, no, yeah, Hawks coach. Who is the Hawks' new coach? I forgot ever since then. I forget his name. One second. Also, you've forgotten to mention everyone on the Knicks is playing well except Alfred Payton, everyone else. I don't think he plays anymore. I really I I put a lot of money on the Knicks the last two nights and they've won me some money so and I have not seen him play so I don't know if he's hurt or oh yeah it's it's McMillan 
Yeah. Williams, yeah. The Hawks coach. Yeah, I think he deserves a conversation as well. I personally. Oh, oh, oh. Boy. I, told, I, I forgot who Monty Williams was, and I saw, <laughs> I, I saw that he was his son's coach, and I was like, uh, yeah. I was Look, like, uh. That's where I'm going. No, I'm sticking with it. I'm sticking with it. <laughs> I'm sticking with it. Okay. Yeah, I'm going Monty. I, I was kind of surprised he was behind Quinn. I get it. Quinn's done a phenomenal job. I don't know how much they've – I mean, they were good last year. They weren't this good. They weren't one seed in the West. But I know they were – what were they, the 4 or 5? Because them and the Nuggets met in the first round. Was that a 4-5 matchup? Uh, no. 3-6. That was a 3-6. I think it was a 3-6. So, yeah, Quinn's done a great job. But I personally would go Monty. I get you can obviously say that – I mean, Chris Paul was the key addition for them, but still to take them from a poverty franchise to going undefeated in the bubble to now the second seed in the Western Conference, I think he, he's done a phenomenal job. So I personally, I would give it to Monty Williams. Um, now we got the big one. We got, unless I'm missing another one, let's see. And we got MVP. The odds, at least from what I saw, the first three were Jokic, Embiid, Giannis, uh, and then Dame and Steph, which is kind of, I don't know. Throw them out there. They're, they're irrelevant. Yeah, I think Chris Paul has a better chance than both of them getting it. Harden can be in there with those two, too. So I don't think, after those three, I think that's it. I think, yeah, Jokic, Embiid, and Giannis. I know where you're going with this, Mac. You it already know. Me. You already know. He's winning it. <laughs> Nikola Jokic is winning the MVP. Uh, He's averaging 26 points, 11 rebounds, 9 assists. He's first in player efficiency rating. PER, he's first. Okay? His number two is out for the year, and they're still winning games. Okay? Right now, tonight, he's averaging – right now, he's got 31, 6, and 7. It's in the third quarter. Who are they playing? The Pelicans. But it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. He's averaging, I mean, he's shooting almost 50, 40, 90. Okay. This dude's absolutely balling. I don't know. See how he's the best center in the game. Yes. He's better than Embiid. Okay. Mm. He's, the, he's the best shooter. He's the best ball handler. He's the best passer uh, of, out of all the centers. He's it. He's it. He's the MVP. He's not even close. Embiid, Embiid mess, messed up by getting hurt again. He messed he up. He messed up, and I I tried to convince myself a way that Embiid can get it, and I think it would take a miracle, but there's a chance. He can't miss a single game the rest of the season. He has to dominate, and Philly has to finish with the one seed. Now, after saying all that, that all probably will not happen, so I think it's got to go to Jokic, which you know how much that pains me to say, uh, but I think Jokic is going to get it. It's the Joker, baby. He's getting his first MVP. I love to see it. Love to see it. Yeah, I don't know. It's Jokic. I'd agree. Yeah, I think MB, there's still a chance. I'll say that. I think there's there's still a chance for him. There is, man. If they get the one seed and he dominates, I think he has his case as well. Okay. Well, if if the Bucks get the one seed, do Giannis has a chance? Ooh. Ooh. 
Uh, honestly, they're not. We're not going to give it to them. They're just not going to. Oh, they're not right? going to give it to them. But I'm just saying, like, what if Giannis, like, the Bucks are sleeping that one seed? They're three games out, so you never know. Anything's possible. He deserves this case. He deserves this case if that happens, but I don't think they would give it to him. Nah, nah, they won't give it to him. But I think it'd be funny if, if the, somehow the Bucks slide into there. Look, we're going to – that's the team I want to discuss too. Um, I'll go ahead and get into that. I think the Bucks have gone – and we talked about it a little bit earlier. We mentioned it from extremely overrated to now being a sleeper. And I think they're very underrated. And what I mean by that is I think one, I, I think they could be in a playoff series, they could beat Philly. Philly struggled with the Bucks over the years. They they struggled with them for a while. I don't believe I think that I'll ask I'll ask you this. Is there any way, any scenario you could see them beating the Nets, the Bucks? Yes. Yes. That's Me why too. I was. That's what I was thinking because I think Giannis can. Giannis has the length to guard Kevin Durant. I really do believe that. I think he can not slow. I think he can slow him down a little bit, and I don't see one person on the net stopping Giannis. No. And and then you got Milton, who's long. And I think he'll guard Harden. You know, and who knows if Harden will be 100 percent at that time? You know, if they do play, and. Drew, that on, time, Drew on Kyrie too. And, and, Drew then Drew on, and then Drew's a good defender too. And I'm not. And he, I mean, he'll slow down Kyrie. He'll kind of contain Kyrie. But I mean, it's also hard for them to win it this year, the Nets, because they have not played together as a whole in months and months. They've only played together eight times, and we won't. They won't play together until maybe the first round of the playoffs. Okay. So they're gonna have so they have barely any chemistry together. Okay, they're gonna struggle. They might they might you know because right now they're gonna probably play the Hornets or the Wizards probably. So they'll probably win that win that series. And then they'll have to play the Knicks or the Hawks. And I think it'd be awesome if we got Nets Knicks the Battle of New York for that second round. That would be kind of cool to see. But I think they would they would the struggle in that series too, but they'll but they'll win it. And then if the Bucks somehow or the Sixers somehow come out with that Eastern Conference Championship uh, series, I could see both those teams giving them a run for their money. So I think whoever wins that Sixers Bucks series is going to end up winning the East. I think I don't think I agree. I don't think the Nets are going to win it this year just because they have not played together in so long. You. I mean, it's kind of hard to build chemistry, and who knows how they're going to work together after not playing with each other for a very long time. And who knows if James Harden is going to be the same guy he was before the injury. I mean, what if he's like what he was in the playoffs over the last five years where he struggles from shooting the ball, he turns it over a lot? I mean, we don't, we don't really know, you know? Yeah, I agree. I don't think I don't think they're going to make it to the finals this year. I don't think they come out of the East. Um, and for another reason – you mentioned how they haven't really played together or they won't really play together too much until the postseason. What makes people, I mean, so all of a sudden the postseason is going to come and those three are just not going to be injury prone anymore? Like there's a good chance they have to play a playoff series or two without one of the guys. 
and obviously you don't hope that happens. But who who's to say they can't get hurt again? And another thing for the Bucks. So teams talk about how in the postseason you slow Giannis down by walling up, and that kind of prevents them. Okay, last year it was Miami Heat that did that, who are a tough physical team. They've got Jimmy. They've got Bam. I don't think the Nets are necessarily have the makeup or have shown the makeup so far to do that. They're not a great yeah. defensive team. No one's going to be physical with Giannis. Like, I don't, who's going to wall them up? So I think Giannis could dominate that series. I mean, it just depends on what KD does, because KD will probably have to be on Giannis. They're around the same build, same height. Maybe DeAndre Jordan. But that's you know, you're asking him too much to do, and I think that this is the series. That would be a series where Giannis ha- like it can be a takeover series. Like he would have to lock up KD on one side and go get an easy bucket on the other side. Like that would be his series to come out and be like, "Yo, I'm the best player. I'm, I'm this is my league for future for for years to come." That will be kind of like his like his storework moving, trending upwards if he were to play the Nets in the conference finals. But you never really know because Philly's tough. Philly is really tough. You got to play Joel, Tobias, Ben Simmons, Doc Rivers. Hopefully they don't blow a 3-1 lead, but who knows? It's Doc Rivers. You know how he is. Don't know how, how to coach during crunch time, but that's okay. But... You know, I'm very excited about the semifinals in the East because that I think if it's Sixers, Sixers, Bucks, Knicks, Nets, that's going to be some must-see basketball, and I'm all for it. I'm all for it. I think all around this year, the playoffs are going to be great, honestly. Like, looking at some of the matchups we could have, even from the first round, I think it's going to be a great playoff. if I had to pick a team right now, and I've said this from the beginning of the season, I think Philly will come out of the East. I've liked them all year long. Uh, we both agree, I guess. We both don't see the Nets coming out, which is huge because their whole thing is it's a successful season if they at least make it to the finals. Um, all right. But so I wanted to get into the play-in, kind of the picture or the scenario, really because I've got to take or – I've got two takes, but I've got one take that is more important than the other. And and let me know what you think about this. I think in the West, I think the one or two seed, and this is assuming, obviously, the Clippers and Suns, I mean, they're playing right now, and they're very close, but this is assuming the Jazz and the Suns finish one and two. I think the one and two seed are, they are dangerously in trouble of being eliminated in the first round. I really do. Um, you think the Jazz the or the Suns? I do. I look at some of the teams. I think they might get eliminated the first round. I look at some of the teams in the play-in. Uh, potentially Golden State could get in. Your Blazers can get in. And Luka and the match will kind of secure that sixth spot. They don't look like they'll be in there. But I wouldn't be surprised if those three, those three teams specifically could challenge those two teams in a series. Because when it gets down to the postseason, it's, it's about matchups and star power. And Steph gives you two or three games where he just goes berserk. Um, and I'd also take your guy Dame and a healthy Dame in Portland and CJ. I wouldn't be surprised if they can beat one of them in a series as well. Now, if I had to pick one that was more likely, I would say the Suns 
the Jazz, I trust Quinn, even though I, I don't love Donovan Mitchell. I think he's a phenomenal player. I mean, he had a good postseason last year. But I would say the Suns would be more in danger, even with Chris Paul, just because they aren't the deepest. And besides Chris Paul and D-Book, they don't they they kind of need you know Aiden's up and down. They're good, but I just I wouldn't be surprised if it happened this year. I'd almost say I almost want to go out on a limb and say I think one of those two teams might get put out early. Like, am I crazy? You don't say, am I crazy for that? I, what do you think? I think you're. I mean. Anything's possible. It's it's the playoffs. But personally, I'm looking at this these four teams. I don't see it. I don't, don't see it. it. I don't see it at all. Because I I mean, look, Golden State gets in, and they gotta play the Jazz. I think Jazz sweep them. No big deal. Like like it's nothing. Like an average day in the office. They play if like the Spurs are in it. Like the Spurs and the Grizzlies, and and I love Portland. I love Dame. But that team is trash. Ever yep. since, ever since CJ came back, he's absolutely the the team has been trash. They have been terrible defensively, and Dame really has not been the Dame that we saw pre uh, CJ coming back. Because you know during his injury, he kind of flourished in the offense. He got a lot. Of, he was scoring a lot of points. They were winning a lot of games. And when when CJ came back, they started losing a lot more, and they looked terrible defensively. I, I I mean, Portland, the only one that I could agree on, if it's Portland, Phoenix, round one, that could be a possibility. But I think Phoenix has blown out Portland twice this year. So, I don't – anything's possible. It is the NBA. But, yeah, whoever Utah plays, Utah's sweeping them. I mean, they're sweeping the, the Grizzlies, the Spurs, Portland, and Gold State. And Phoenix, Phoenix might lose to the Blazers, but to me that I, I that's the only one that I can see being a possibility, and yeah. it's a slight chance, slight chance. I think that's the one that would have the highest chance. Now, and also, now the Suns, ahead. now the Suns losing next round, I would I would put all my all my money on. I don't think the Suns are going to win the next round because they would have to play. Who they have to play? Either the Dallas Clippers. Or- Clippers of Dallas, and I'm still picking. I'm picking Clippers of Dallas over them. So I don't think the Suns are legit yet. So, but yeah, I Portland versus Phoenix would probably be the best bet that would happen if it were to win. Portland were to win. Yeah, I don't think the two teams. I don't think would have a chance if they got in. I don't. I agree. The Grizzlies and Spurs. I don't. I don't think they. I think they both get swept. And. I'd only give the Warriors a chance because of Steph, but I really would give them a puncher's chance. And then, of course, like you said, I think the Trailblazers uh, would have the best overall chance to do it. But I think it could happen. Um, so I wouldn't be surprised if it happened. And speaking of Portland, man, so that was my other take. And you kind of mentioned it. You kind of came around on it. Your Blazers are dangerously close to not making the playoffs, like, I, I wouldn't be surprised if they got put out in the play-in. Now, I think they would beat Memphis. I know they beat Memphis last year in the play-in, and I think they beat the Spurs. Um, I think they would struggle. Once again, I think them and Golden State, which is the matchup right now, I believe, I think Golden State could get them. And if they don't make the playoffs, is it time in Portland? To, I mean, I hate the word rebuild, but 
I know you had a lot of guys miss this season, and it's kind of a weird season to base it off of. But you mentioned it might be time to move CJ. What do you, if the Trailblazers don't make the playoffs this season, do you do anything? Do you kind of just run it back? What do you, what are they doing? Well, if they don't make the playoffs, then you gotta restructure everything. Something. Everything, because you gotta look at it like what I just said. It's like okay, so Nurk and their star center and CJ their star two were out. And then Dame willed the team to a four seed and were three games away from being a three seed. And obviously, they during that injuries, at, I mean, at their peak, then they started losing some more, but they were still a five seed when CJ and Nark came back. And I was one of the big talkers that said, hey, when those two come back, don't be surprised when they get without, they start moving up in the standings. And obviously, they went. They started going down, 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 down. Now they're down to seven. They could go down to eight if they keep losing, but they beat Memphis tonight. They beat them by 20. So maybe they begin their groove back, but I'm just like, if they don't make the playoffs, you're going to have to do a full re- re- reconstruct. Apparently, they're trying to get Norman Powell like a long-term deal. Uh... They're, they're trying to do whatever it takes to make sure that he stays there long term. I just saw something that rumors went around that the Knicks are trying to get Norman Powell. And I think the Knicks have a better shot of getting him than the Blazers do. Um, I don't. I, well, first off, if you do trade CJ, I don't know where you trade him. I really don't know where. Me either. I mean, you could trade him. I, I really don't know where to turn A pick, but that completely messes up Dame's timeline, so I don't know yeah, if that helps. Yeah, I mean, Dame, Dame's 30, 30, 31, so he's got, like, four good years at the best. Like, yeah. at, at the best, so. <clears throat> I I really don't know. I really don't you know. Who's the wrong guy, man? Like, I think if you keep – I mean, you called it. I tried to talk myself into it, but I was iffy about it. Moving Gary Trent. If you keep Trent, who is 3 and D – could guard the best parade on the perimeter for them. And as high as they've been on Simons, you keep those two in your backcourt. You see what you can get for CJ at the time. I'm sure somebody would take him. I don't know. I can't think of a scenario. Maybe. I'm trying to find like a star to, to trade him. And I just I can't find one unless you do like, <clears throat> I don't know. What about any of the New Orleans guys? Would they consider them any of their three guys? I mean, they're not moving Zion. With Lonzo, they're moving, maybe they're they're not moving Zion or Bi, and you no, don't and you don't want so because Zay is a point guard, and you already have two point guards already in exactly. in Portland, so you don't need one. Now, I really don't know because I keep tr- thinking, figuring out. I really don't know who you would get. Uh, Gordon. No. No, you need. I'd rather have Suda than Gordon. I mean, I would too. I'm just trying to think of some names. I know, I'm trying to think of names. I'm trying to think of names too, and I just I can't really find a star. I mean, Sabonis. I would like Sabonis on the team I'd for the Blazers, but I don't know if they would be willing to do that. Or I, I mean, that that was just one name out there. But I do believe if the Blazers were to lose or not make the playoffs this year. Then to me, it's it's playing simple. I'm like CJ's got to go, period. He's got to go. You got to move him. Love, uh, obviously, like you said, it probably won't happen because you know Dame and CJ are this close. You know they're like they're like this. 
But I'm like, bro, do you want to win a title or do you just want to be mediocre for the next four years? You know? Yeah. It's tough. It's like you said, I don't know how they get equal. You're not going to get equal value back for them, which is really the concern. Um, so, yeah, I don't, the Blazers are in a tough spot. They're in a tough spot going forward. Because even if best case scenario for their season would be literally what I just talked about. Them somehow upsetting somebody in the first round and then losing in the second. And then it's like they've done that before. Uh, so I don't know what I don't know what they do. But I'm trying to think if there's anything else I really wanted. Any other teams? I don't know. Are there any other teams that have kind of stood out to you or anything you wanted to hit uh, league-wise? Well, well what, what did surprise me was how the Rockets are so bad. That kind of <laughs> took me out of nowhere. Yeah. Uh, John Wall's out for the year again. Uh, I'm actually kind of excited to see what they do in the draft. Uh, I, I kind of want Kate Cunningham together. I think Cade... Kevin Porter and Christian Wood would be a, a dynamic trio for a young core. I think that'll be the step in the right direction. But uh, I don't know where Jalen Sells is going to go. Was he going to go to Timberwolves? Probably. I think no. I think the Timberwolves are going to go. I think position-wise, they go Kamunga just because. I mean, you could consider Mobley. But you've got Cat down there, and then you've got D'Lo and Ant-Man on the perimeter. So I don't know if Suggs or even Jalen Green, who's a shooting guard, is a good fit. Kamungas is a small forward or a two-slash-three, maybe even a four. Uh, I think Kamunga wouldn't be a bad pick for him. Because it's going to be, what, them two? And then who's the worst team in the East right now? Well, right now it's the Pistons, and the Pistons are the third worst team in the league behind the Wolves and the Rockets. And the Pistons would take whoever at this point. They need like all like, any position. So well, they can the take Magic, the Magic might take Suggs because right now they're tied with the Pistons with the worst record. So they could probably keep losing more games, and then they can get Suggs because then because they trade away Vucevic for uh, Wendell Carter. They got mm-hmm. Gary Harris in the Aaron Gordon trade. Uh, they got Markel Fultz. I, they have more. I do, Mo Bamba, Chuma. You know, they got some young guys, and, and you get out like Jalen in there. Sucks. You know that could be a good, you know, a good young team to build around and move, move forward. But uh, I'm excited for the draft. I think Kay Cunningham's the best player in this draft. I would love to see him at Houston. I think him, Kevin Porter, and Christian Wood will be dynamic. But you never know. Um, but I'm trying to think of something something else. I think it's funny. Hey, everybody was saying, like, within the first two weeks that the Rockets won that trade. They definitely did not win that trade. The John Wall for Russ. John, um, I feel bad at John Wall. I do, uh, too. But not that much because he's getting paid $145 million. <laughs> so, I mean, Damn, your career's over. Oh well, I got 145 in, the, in my bank account. Sucks. Screw you, dude. Nah, but uh, you know, I think I think Russ and Beal are trying are finally finding chemistry together. But uh, I I kind of want to see them make moves to get like more stars with them. 
Yes. If they're if they're gonna try to win a title, if, I mean, if they're just going out there just playing ball and winning, congrats to them. But if they want to win something, then they they gotta put some more people around them. They're gonna be. I don't think they have a chance, but they're gonna be a scary out too for what looks like Brooklyn. If I'm they assuming. if they play hard, well, because if they play hard, then they can get that eight spot. Then yeah, they'll, they'll play Brooklyn. Yes, first James and KD. Another I, good matchup. Another I good guarantee matchup. the Nets would not like that. Like, oh my gosh! Uh, and Russ is gonna give him hell. No one could guard Russ. Who's who's guarding Russ? Joe Harris. Kyrie. <laughs> Ky, Kyrie. Kyrie burned his sage everywhere. Positive vibes. Positive vibes. And then dunk off. Nah, uh, I will be kind of close to that. Uh, but, uh, Kyrie would probably call Russ a choice word that came out that, that Kyrie is not a fan of, and that would shut Kyrie down. Um, I'm trying to think if there are any headlines recently we want to hit before we get up out of here. We're at 40 minutes, which is a solid episode. But LeBron James finally coming back like next week or something. Oh I my god, that guy's kind of been pissing me off. That's my guy, but man, like he. <sighs> Yeah, I'm glad he's coming back because LeBron, LeBron James, bro. I hope they lose. I hope I hope they lose. <laughs> you have no idea how much it would make me so happy to see them lose. God, if they they play the Nugs the first round, oh, get your revenge, Joker. Do your thing, bro. Who stopped you? Nobody. Mark Gasol, no. Mark Gasol, the no. big penguin. <laughs> Who do they play? Oh, the Jazz. Oh, the Jazz. That Jazz no, Lakers. No, Mac. No, let me tell you something right now. I I got the numbers. The the Jazz have like of all the good teams, they are set up the worst for the Lakers because they have nothing for AD or LeBron. Go- Gobert gets destroyed every time he plays Anthony Davis. Every time, look at the numbers. Bro, but, but who? But who's getting Donovan and Mike Conley? Oh, bro? stop, <laughs> bro! Donovan, we saw what Donovan did in the playoffs last year. He what? he was a, but he was a one man wrecking crew. They were they were a Mike Conley rim out away from winning that series. I'm telling you, don't sleep on the Jazz, and they have home court advantage, and you know those fans are savage. So they'll they get sure LeBron. Are. They'll get in LeBron's face. <laughs> so I'm I'm telling you, they'll they'll, they'll get them rattled. No, they're not. They'll get now, now. I'm telling you, Kuz is going to get rattled. Kuz is going to get rattled. This is his first ever playoff series with actual fans in the in the building. You are you gonna tell me that when he hears a Utah fans fan getting up in his face, he wash his pants? <laughs> are you gonna tell me that? Look, so it's for, same, same with Caruso. This is his first playoffs with fans. Like, come on, it's gonna get intense. Jazz, Spaz, Pizzazz, Lakers in five. Lakers in five. <laughs> like, hey, 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 Jazz and foe. No, it don't matter. Lake show, no show, mo show. Jazz and <laughs> Back when we did this last year, right? After every single game when they lost, you said that team in five. <laughs> team in five, baby. Yes, sir. <laughs> Rockets in five. Blazers in five. Blazers Rockets in five. Nugs in five, baby. 
Yes, sir. Oh my no. gosh. No, I, I just want them to lose so bad. God. They're not going to. It's it really just happen. it really fuels me. It, it it fuels me to see them lose. You'll you'll never hear the end of it when they lose. Look, I will make up something for me to do if the Lakers lose in the first or second. If they lose to the Clippers in the in the conference finals, I'm not doing nothing. They good job. If they lose in the first or second round, we will think of something. Hey, you guys can think of something if I don't. That I will do if they lose before they get to the Western Conference Finals. Because that's not happening. We got we're getting the fifth one. No, no. No five, just four. Be a casual. Just a casual. No. Oh God. I hope if it's Bucks, Sixers, hope it's not the Nets. But whoever gets there, I swear, they better win. They better beat the Lakers. God. God, I hate them. I hate them so much. Well, I think we'll wrap it up on that. Um, we'll get some more NBA talk as the season goes on. We get to the playoffs. But as always, if you made it this far, appreciate you for listening. Uh, we'll see you next time. No hat. We're out. See ya.